Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now this change is much more like it. Much better than the rebranding of Filet Mignon F1 team. So as reported by Williams' database on Twitter and corroborated by Williams' own website, there is a new logo seemingly to chew on at Williams as they welcome their new head of communications, Craig Woodhouse, who incidentally used to work for the British publication The Sun in the politics department. Uh, well, you know, recently the F1 and FIA brouhaha, that's a little bit of politics, and then previously he was the press secretary to Theresa May, the former prime minister. Yeah, I'm just stating that, I'm not going anywhere with that. The main meat of this video is not anything to do with Mr. Woodhouse, even though Sauber is nowhere to be seen based on that little pun that I just said that you probably didn't notice. But it's mainly to do with the logo right behind him, deliberately shown. This is not some kind of leak. This was meant to be seen. And this is something that we have definitely not seen before. This is not the logo of Williams that we have been accustomed to for the past decade or so. Since 2014, in fact, the beginning of the turbo hybrid era, with the arrow pointing upwards, in a desperate hope that the team hoped to be heading upwards in the constructors, which they did do so for a while, before they crashed all the way back down again when they had their title sponsor being Rocket. They rocketed themselves all the way down. Initial reaction that I've seen through various tweets and whatnot, people aren't that much of a fan of it, thinking that, oh, it's nothing like the logo that we've seen for the last decade or so. Now, I can understand that. Many brand new fans to Formula One have known nothing else but this current Williams Racing logo. And even though it is pretty good, it just does feel a little bit stale right now as we have seen brands changing themselves over time. Now, I know that Williams is a classic team, and Ferrari haven't really changed their identity all that much. McLaren's basically just had their logo since the 80s, only changing that little widget from an arrow to what looks like a really over-stylized Kiwi. Although it really isn't, it's just a swoosh. But there is a Kiwi on the McLaren, actually. It's on the DRS actuator, but that's besides the point. At first, I was a little bit disappointed, kind of like with the Thought Park rebranding, that it was just some kind of thing that you could use for multiple different color variations and more for practicality's sake rather than good looks, and then just changing one little bit of it to make sure that it doesn't look like it's something you can type out in Photoshop in 10 seconds. You know, just change the A, like with Thought Park. They just went with the O and then called it a day. 
But thanks to this tweet from Martin Street, it all clicked into place for me. Oh, of course. Now, if our suspicions are correct, then this could be the deepest cut that the Doralton-backed Williams team could possibly have made because this logo, potentially the inspiration, predates Williams itself into the first incarnation that Frank Williams brought into Formula One back in the late 60s. Look back to this logo that Martin pointed out to us. This is not a Williams racing logo per se, but this dates back to Frank Williams's first ever test bed in Formula One when he was more on the engineering side, when it was better known as Frank Williams Racing Cars, and the typeface is practically Euro style. That font being immortalized by the likes of the boys from the dwarf. And a fun fact, by the way, in terms of logo design, most companies like to point things toward the right because it looks dynamic, edgy, fast, forward thinking optimistic. And it's sort of something that I saw in great detail when NBC changed their logo in the 80s, when the peacocks suddenly stopped looking from the left to the right. To have it looking into the future and the future of NBC as a channel, it looks more powerful in a way. The original Frank Williams logo, understandably, is all about speed and pace. You know, since they're a Formula One team and they kind of want to be fast and speedy, even though the results from Frank Williams racing cars weren't exactly great, but they had a very limited budget and they were very, very small. It was effectively a one man band. So come on, they did get some points at least. But then after a torrid time working with Walter Wolf in 1976, it saw Frank being sacked from his own team. And then he went off to form the current Williams team as Williams Grand Prix Engineering with Patrick Head ready for 1977 and the timing of his departure couldn't have been worse because the following year, Jody Schechter arrived for the rebranded Walter Wolf Racing and they went on to win three Grand Prix and Jody Schechter was quite competitive in the top five of the championship. Oh, that was bad timing. But from that original response to that tidbit from Williams Database, that just got me inspired. I was thinking, oh my God, this is a really, really good idea. It's a callback to the very beginning of Williams potentially in any kind of motorsport capacity. The typeface looks very similar to it, all except the A. Aside from it, just to make sure it doesn't look like a generic just typing it out on a Word document, it kind of looks like a very stylized speech bubble. And it's all about social media, communication, how teams are very much in touch with their fan base and they like to hear from people. They like to have the say coming from the public. After all, they had that poll out for what was going to be the Gulf Williams racing livery for the flyaway races. That was down to a public vote. And I feel like Williams are very much in touch with their fans. They like to be because we get the sense that right now, Williams are a paragon team. They are the antithesis to the likes of Haas in that everyone wants to see Williams do well. And Williams are showing themselves out to be a really laudable, valiant and very honourable looking team. There aren't any scandals to do with the team. The team principles, absolutely good. Their lineup is really, really agreeable. Alex Albon, an absolute fan favorite. And Logan Sargent is being quite nice, quiet, calm, even though he still has to get his head around a kilometer. Okay, I'll stop doing those jokes now. But he seems quite nice. He's not rubbing people up the wrong way. Williams are just being friendly. And I think they want to have that friendly rapport with the fandom. So if I am right in thinking that this logo has that stylized A like a speech bubble. That's a nice little touch. Or alternatively, that A could be borrowed from another old Williams logo. More specifically, this logo from the early 80s. And that back in the day was to try and make 
the Williams team logo look a little bit more modern in terms of 80s aesthetic. And we all know that modern media absolutely loves to rip off 80s aesthetic to make it look really cool. Remember the whole strangest thing phenomena? Now it's all about 90s aesthetic and 2000s aesthetic? Well, you could get away with it because it is to do with Williams history, even though this logo didn't last all that long. But hey, it is a nice little possible theory as to calling back to previous logos without being all that obvious, because there is, of course, the W with the one on it. That's probably one of the more synonymous Williams logos. But I'm glad that whoever's in charge of the branding department, probably Mr. Woodhouse right now, they're not going down the obvious route and they're thinking outside the box. Sorry, that is a really, really cringy marketing term. And uh, I just thought it is appropriate here. So that could be my theory. It's a blending of two classic, not all that obvious Williams identities. Very cool. Take a look at Williams's previous logos. You'll see what I mean. But why would they release the logo like this and not with some big fanfare or something? Well, think about it. In this world of social media, they are trying to be in touch with it. And if you release something with a big song and dance and you plow in tens or hundreds of thousands of pounds into marketing tools, paper applications, logo designers, app designers, all of that stuff, merch designers, and then suddenly people go, Ugh, that logo's horrible! Why'd you pick that? I'm cancelling you, Williams! Well, then they just wasted all of that money and they have to change it all over again. No, 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 no. This is a good idea. With this brand new head of communications, this might have been his idea, one of his first ideas, in fact, in terms of communications and understanding what the fans might want. Just put it out there casually, hoping that maybe not that many people notice. Well, we noticed, Williams. And this was some kind of soft launch. You might hear this around with some YouTubers. They soft launch something as they just put it out there and see what happens. See what the public reaction is. Gauge it. Do people like it? Do people not like it? Then you can make some kind of little tweaks and changes and then maybe modify a little bit before they announce it publicly when they come out to the brand new launch event for Williams and the FW46. They can make sure it's as in touch or as good as the public will allow it, given the time they have. That and they can save a heck of a lot of money if it's really, really bad and people don't like it. They will not have to throw everything into the garbage again and add to the Destructors Championship tally which Williams have been at the top of for the last two years. You don't want to throw in hundreds of thousands of pounds of wasted merch or anything like that. I really like talking about logos. It's one of my hobbies. I think this is the right time to change the logo and modify the team's branding, but not too much because we are seeing similar colours to the original ones from the last decade. In fact, going down the last two decades, blue, light blue, white perhaps. And it makes more sense since James Valls has made his own impact already in just 12 months on the team. He's probably keen to put his own stamp on the team's history, his own chapter in Williams' story. The last time we had a different logo being in 2013 with this uh, odd-looking swooshy W in a circle thing which was birthed initially when AT&T were their title sponsor. At least that was better than this generic meaningless swoosh thing from 2006. I'm sorry, is that meant to be a stylized F1 or something? It's just... Two swooshes. Uh, it's not anything like the McLaren swoosh. In fact, I think we're all just done with swooshes right now. They just don't mean anything. But at the same time, it's nothing like the original 80s and 90s Williams F1 logo, where it was effectively the W with a little dent at the end to have as the 1, which goes all the way back to the original 1977 Williams Grand Prix engineering logo. I'm kind of glad that they didn't go in that direction because it would have been super corny and really out of touch. This is going back even further and really showing that Doralton and the branding department at Williams have really done their homework and are honouring their former boss. 
And yes, it seems like for now, the background, they're keeping the blue and white motif from previous years, and we haven't seen any use of the arrow surround from the original Frank Williams Racing Cars logo, but it would be really cool if they made use of that. Especially if you look at their partner section, and in terms of placement, usually at the top left, it's the biggest sponsor, and that seems to be the likes of MyProtein, the logo we started seeing at the Austin Grand Prix. Its logo has an arrow-like feature, and it's kind of pointy. It'd be really nice to mix the two together. But at the same time, this is kind of making me think that are we going to be seeing this as the title sponsor and we'll be having my protein Williams racing or something like that? It's not your protein, it's my protein, Williams, it's mine! Now, ultimately, do I like this potential brand new logo? Yes. Yes, I do. It's the right time to change it in the new era of Williams, and the clear sign that it's heading towards better times from the lows of 2019 to 2022, before Val stepped in and Albon had only just arrived. It's the perfect time to begin the next chapter of Williams' history. Their rise back into the midfield, being competitive, scoring points consistently, and not being right at the back, which they've had to deal with for the past four years, since 2018. That is not a place that Williams should be at. Neither should McLaren. Those teams deserve to be at least in the midfield and competing for the occasional podium. And even though some people are thinking that podiums might be coming Williams' way next year, I really don't see that happening. But I think points scoring positions should be a little bit more on the regular and Albon doesn't have to rely on defending like a champion or a trooper. This way of introducing the logo casually and quietly is also way more cost effective than to make a big song and dance about it and people probably not liking it. Because I think it's quite obvious, people, they do not like change. You've got to introduce it gradually and you've got to make sure it's cost effective as well. The cost of just making a little board with Alex Albon's face in the background and the Williams logo on it and then just introducing a brand new member of staff, head of communications, that is a really good idea. Just just introduce it and see what happens. And then if you need to make any modifications, you can without that much cost before you click print on all the big banners or anything before their big swanky New York launch, which is coming out next month and we see the brand new car. And I really hope the theory that it's got something to do with the Frank Williams Racing Cars logo is true, that it is really harking back to the original days of Frank Williams' entry into Formula One racing and engineering. And if that's the case, then Doralton Capital have to be commended that they are appreciating, respecting and embracing the heritage of Williams and where it belongs in Formula One as being one of the oldest teams on the grid. Something that is to be commended, that they are looking at the history and going like, yeah, we want to honour you, Frank. We realise how significant you are. And yeah, of course, you could be cynical and thinking, oh, they're just seeing the dollars, that Williams is marketable. Hey, at least they are aware of that. Unlike Sauber's brand new title sponsor and team name, them seemingly keen to just be getting rid of the entire legacy of Sauber and its 30-year history in Formula One. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye. <laughs>